back to the crossover podcast show where you get comics pop culture and sports and it is comics time as we are doing our avengers colon endgame review spoiler heavy on this one if you have not seen avengers endgame uh save this one come back and start listening because we are going to be spoiling the absolute fuck out of this particular movie uh before we get started shout out to friend of the podcast uh craig needles who comes on this show constantly to do a lot of sports stuff with me uh uh, him and his uh, lovely wife had their second child this week uh peyton needle so uh congratulations to them everything's all going all well and good with that so we're glad to hear it and uh, glad to have new member of the podcast family it's great congratulations to them uh joining me today is to talk avengers colon end game is uh kevin miller how's it going kevin not too bad. How are you? Uh, not bad. Good to have you back. Pulling double duty this week. Uh, oh, yeah. We good week. <laughs> yeah, we may or may not. Yes, yeah, the most uh, <laughs> basically the biggest moment in in nerd fandom history, I would say, is is, is yeah. what just occurred. Um, we may or may not have a hitchhiker uh, come on uh, in the middle of this podcast, so bear with us if that has to happen. But uh, if if it does, it does. One or two, yeah. Yeah, one or two, actually, now that I say that out loud. Um, <laughs> all right, so as always, I'm your host, Matt Pierce. Here we go, talking Avengers Endgame. Spoiler alert from this point forward. I cannot stress this enough. If you keep listening and you have not seen it, you got nobody to blame but yourself. I... This is going to basically be a, a gigantic slurp fest for, for this movie. <laughs> like from my end, I don't know how you felt about it. I I, I absolutely love this film. I really uh, my, my, my general opinion is that, yeah, giant slurp fest, but also with the caveat that I know that I was played. <laughs> oh, in, in, in what like, It just played me like a fiddle. Like, I like, oh, did yeah. everything they had to do to emotionally manipulate me, and it worked, so. Yeah, did you cry <laughs> at any point? Like, oh, sure. Did you? Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, I certainly did not. I'm just dead <laughs> on the inside, though. I can't. I can't actually cry. I've only cried at the end of one movie, which was Old Yeller, and I and I guess that like was so sad that it's so I am just unable to cry at movies anymore. But uh, yeah, there, there, there's a lot of really good stuff. Let's let's get. I want to. I want to reverse this. I want to reverse this. I want to get the bad stuff out of the way. Like anything that we didn't like about Avengers Endgame before we just start blowing this movie because it was so good um so i i really only have like a couple of things that i didn't like one i'll save till the end and then one is actually one i'll save till when we get to it in the uh our actual reviewing and talking about what what occurred in this movie uh do you have anything that you want to say that you did not like about uh, avengers the minor is the minor is nitpicks really like it's it's there were a couple things I didn't like for as much as they sort of leaned on it, but then I did like it more later. Like it was funny, but I didn't necessarily like Fat Thor <laughs> for as long as Fat Thor was oh, around. Oh, I disagree completely on that one. <laughs> like sure. I, I think it was good, but it also like you know I want to see my Chris Hemsworth cut. Oh, <laughs> like, we will. But like I actually liked it because like spoiler alert. Obviously, we God, I gotta stop saying spoiler alert at this point. All right, fuck off. Um, we we we. Thor at one point has let himself go in this movie. He is he is he is is five years after the 
the the events of the snap they go to get thor to be like hey we can maybe reverse yeah. the snap and then we show up and it's chris hemsworth in in like a uh, fat makeup right with like a beer yeah, in a private suit <laughs> yeah and and it was it was quite cool co- and actually i was sitting next to because i saw this movie uh by myself unfortunately uh in a pack theater on on opening day in in barry and uh so I was sitting next to, you know, two people I didn't know, one of whom was a teenage girl on my left who kept checking her phone and taking selfies during the middle middle of the fucking movie. Um, oh. oh, God, I wanted to grab her phone and just huck it across the fucking uh, theater, which I should have done. And uh, the other one, the guy to my right, God bless him, not his fault, I don't <laughs> think, but um, he was obviously on a date with a girl, and he had to keep filling her in on what was oh, in no. this movie. So <laughs> I, you know, wanted to turn to him and be like, "Shut the fuck up!" But you know, couldn't do that either. Um, yeah. And so yeah, that was the situation I was in. But um, <laughs> at one point, when they're like, "We're gonna go to Thor," I literally say out loud. Right before we see him, I'm like, oh, he's going to be fat. And then he was. And the guy who, you know, beside me who was talking to uh, his girl the entire, you know, talking to his girl the entire time was like, oh, you called it, man. I was like, yes, I did. <laughs> it was, it was, it was. It was comical. I, I, I liked Fat Thor, and I liked at the end when he, like, because, like, I expected when the lightning bolt hit him at the end of the movie, when, when the, the three biggies were uh, square, yeah. when, when Iron Man, uh, Cap, and um, Thor were squared off against Thanos, when the lightning bolt hit him and he had his, like, armor and stuff on and he was dual wielding his axe and his hammer, I have, yeah. I expected it to be like, okay, the lightning hit him and that's going to, he's going to be that's back exactly to... That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. yeah, he's going to be back to, to, to the Hemsworth we all know and love, but, uh, yeah. Short hair again. <laughs> yeah, but it just he didn't. He <laughs> that was not the thing, and he was in like the dad bod version of the he was, Thor. Armor he was in dad bod like, Thor. Yeah. Uh, he had the uh, the the man bun at the end there. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I liked it. I did like um, that when he was explaining, you know, the ether. He basically turned into Louise from Ant Man. <laughs> yeah, he did a little bit, didn't he? <laughs> Um, The other only minor, again, minor, minor nitpick, and this is just because they did so well on all the other, like, hey, we've done all this Marvel stuff, hey, we're introducing a lot of time travel, we can reintroduce a lot of these characters who are dead, or we just don't see them anymore, Mm -hmm. like, you know, yeah, your Hilly Atwell was in it, the, you know, Tilda Swinton was in it, you know. Howard Stark was in it again, uh, but I was missing uh, Coulson. I missed Clark Gregg. I was expecting him to be in it, at least briefly. I suppose, but, you know, he got to be in Captain Marvel, and he's been on, like, seven seasons or whatever now of that Agents of Shield. I know, but when they when they showed, like, uh, you know, uh, John Slattery, I believe is the name, uh, Howard Stark getting in the car with, like, Jarvis from, Age, from you know, uh, Agent uh, Carter, mm-hmm. like it was Jarvis from the TV show that got canceled like three years ago or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, oh shit, they brought him back. Like I'm like, oh, is, is there going to be a nod at all to uh, Agents of Shield? And there wasn't. Yeah, because like yeah, none of the Agents or like the TV Shield shows, like even just a nod. You know, I was expecting a little something, but uh, the, all the other cameos were fantastic. I'm like, oh my god, they got freaking Grillo back. They got Sitwell back of all people. Robert Redford's in this movie briefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was. <laughs> It was quite excellent. Uh, but, like, it's fun because, you know, like, uh, like the guy you were sitting next to, I, you know, was watching with uh, Jenny, and she has seen maybe half the Marvel movies, so she's yeah. like, oh, Rob Redford? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what's he doing here? <laughs> I mean, it, it was... Uh, I'll tell you, the, the, the only... Just before we get into it, uh, the only hmm. thing I, I think I actually actively 
kind of sort of disliked and was just kind of like, oh, I'll change that. And, and like, I'll get to my eye rolly moment that kind of happened. And, and maybe it'll be, a, maybe you'll think I'm, I'm just a cynical bastard on this one later when we talk about it. But, um, but I'll get to that later. The, the one thing I thought the first hour dragged a little bit. Did you? Uh, yeah, but I didn't hate it because yeah. my, it surprised me. Like the the first thought that I had was that it was a completely different movie than what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'd have to go back and watch the trailers again, but I think probably like ninety percent of the trailers we saw are from that first like fifteen, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah, like Ish. before before the time skip, right? Exactly. Yeah, like, to the point where like it goes black and it says you know five years later, you know. And in my head, I'm thinking in the Dragon Ball Z voice, yeah. five years later. <laughs> Years later, <laughs> so I was like, "Whoa, what?" Yeah. <laughs> so um, first, I was like, "Oh my god, they're just gonna let this be, huh?" Yeah, <laughs> like, I, 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 something's changed, but they're just gonna let it be. And like that, I was interested to see, like you're saying, like it dragged a little bit at the beginning, but I was interested to see, like you know, faced with utter despair, how have these people coped? Yeah, I didn't. Like I said, I didn't. I didn't think it was a bad idea doing the time skip. I just thought they could have cleaned it up, just tightened it up just a little bit, because we're talking three hour movie here. And yeah. I, I, like it, 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 in the back two hours, it definitely didn't feel like a three hour movie. But in I'd say around like the half hour mark, uh, basically after they did the five years later, there was a there was like a twenty minute to half hour stretch there where I was like. Okay, uh, nothing's happening. This is a little, I'm a little, <laughs> like, and then, hey, you know, and, and, and at this point, I've, is just... <laughs> yeah, and at this point, I've got this girl who keeps trying to take selfies to my left, and this guy who keeps having to explain things to his girlfriend on the right, and, and I'm just kind of like, oh my god, this is, <laughs> like, like, three hours of this, they gotta pick up the pace, and then they did a little bit, but, obviously, but I just think that in the rewatching that first hour, there's there's parts of that first hour I'm, I'm going to skip past, because I don't think, and I get the whole... Like I don't think the support group scene was entirely necessary. I get the purpose it served, and it got you got to, to put the Russo brothers in that in that scene. But uh, yeah, you, you, you know, I don't could have just tightened it up. And and this is well, me, I like, and I, opinion, I think it was right? there for the I think it was there for the meme, which is like the poster that it shows like on the door of the support group is yeah. where do we go now that they're gone? Yeah, <laughs> and like people that, are like, yeah. okay, end game is over now. What do we do like now? People are like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, how yeah. are we supposed to go on from this? <laughs> so uh, yeah. I mean. I, I I didn't hate that. I understand that. Yeah, like it, it, it did what it had to do, and I'm glad that it did pick up after that. Um, and, and maybe that was one of the issues I had too with the like Fat Thor is like, okay, how many more minutes do I have to sit here and watch like Hulk have a conversation with Thor and he's yelling at some kid on Fortnite, you know? <laughs> yeah, Noob Master sixty nine, right? And we got to have to- and we talked about all the because they bring damn near everybody back. Like uh, Takawaktiti comes back as. Uh, as Korg and uh, uh, Meek is there too, and yeah. he had like probably the funniest line of the movie. He's like, "Oh, Thor, that guy's back again. He called me a dickhead." And stuff like that. <laughs> it's just like, oh, this is this is fun stuff. It, it was yeah, it, it, it's the sort of thing. And I mean, like, there was a lot of nostalgia packed into these yeah. movies. Um, and and everybody got their moment, which was cool. Uh, they, I mean, all right, like we're we're just we'll just go ahead and do a violent shove right now right into the right into yeah, the slurping yeah. of this film because yeah, uh yeah, yeah. i mean my god i now it, it's tough for me and i realize this is so hot takey uh, to, to borrow a sports term from the other side of this podcast but like it, it, it's the, the the fan service that we got 
in the Game of Thrones episode that we just watched, and I, I won't get into right. the, the the details of it. But like there are, are, are there are a lot of parallels because these are two like the, the episode of Game of Thrones and Avengers colon Endgame. We've spent years building to these moments, right? Like these, like the the the, the second it started back in 08, it was all building to this. And the second Game of Thrones, when did they start? Like 2011, I think, or something like that. Yeah. yeah um. So. It it like the, the the it was all building to this, and I I would say that the 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 fan servicey moments in this, in in Avengers colon Endgame was so fucking <laughs> glorious. Like it it was it was absolutely. Every, yeah. every, like, I didn't think there was one moment where, like, I basically had only one eye roll moment, and but it had nothing to do with, with, the, with the fan service, um, basically, in this. And, and that is really tough for them to do, especially for me. I, I think if I had only one eye roll moment, which, again, we'll get to, that is, because I'm a little bit of a, a cynic when it comes to some of this, like, Marvel stuff. Because it like it's no secret. I, yeah, like I've like I've I've said it in the past on other podcasts that my biggest problem with with uh and this is Marvel in general is how a lot of their characters don't take the situations that they're in for what they are right like as a life and death situation like yeah like the I think the worst example of that in the movies is in Avengers: Age of Ultron when. Ultron's got robot like they're, they they've li- Ultron's literally lifted a country into the air with the express purpose of smashing it into the earth and creating a, a second ice age and yeah. there's uh, hundreds of thousands of robots flying around and then Hawkeye is driving around in his car with uh Black Widow and he goes like you know I think I finally figured out what I'm going to do with the kitchen or something and I'm like god damn it, man, can you at least pretend like you might die? Like a robot might just come by and tear your arm off and feed it to you, you know, like that sort of a thing. Like, and, and just... Hawkeye paid a little bit more attention. Quicksilver may have lived. Exactly. Like, that. just <laughs> just nonsense like that, right? And and just the quipping and stuff. And, and, and this goes into just the comic books as well. They did that... They did it so beautifully in this game that I, I, I really... It was so fucking great. All, like, everybody got their moment. All of the callbacks, you listed off a bunch of them earlier. Everything about this, I thought, was just fucking... Mwah! You know, like, it, it was... It was just... God, I, I, li- I liked everything about it. Um, I think one of my favorite fan service scenes, if we're, if we're talking about those now, um, is when like they the the group that is you know making the plan to do the time travel, they're in the Avengers base and they're like you know having those late night jam sessions where they're really thinking like okay if we go here we can get these Infinity Stones and I think this one cross paths like with this city over here like they're literally doing like the thing that everyone else was doing which is like okay so this stone is here this so and so is in control of this stone like oh there were three in New York at the same time mm-hmm. like they're, they're doing like the same thing that literal fans of the of the MCU were doing like. Yeah. Are these stones? Who has them currently? Where did they begin? Like where? Like as soon as um, and I, I think it's one of these genius things that you can do, knowing that Captain Marvel is going to be the movie right before this, because I had the same thought after seeing that movie. It was like, okay, so who had the Tesseract when and where and where is it now? And like you know, you can follow that path. And now it's like, hey, we're calling you out for doing exactly that. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it, 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 and just like the fact that this this 
I almost said episode, Jesus. But this movie basically <laughs> watched like a giant annual, right? Like it yeah. felt like a comic book annual, like a, like a you know issue 100, right? Where everybody and like you, you see the cover and like everybody's on the fucking cover of the, the the issue 100 and whatnot and this big thing where it's like it sweeps week, so we got to have everybody on the cover of the thing. But it 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 was not bloated. It was not you know overdone. It was not. You know, it just it, it never felt like no. you were doing too much in this movie. The, the only thing so that I would perfect. the only thing that I would say suffered maybe is that um, in having like you know fifty heroes show up at the end and all of their assorted you know gangs and so on, uh, there were a lot that kind of got like second billing. Like really, I, I didn't think so because I thought even I, like they I thought they made a nice conscious effort to be like okay everybody's gonna get their moment in this Thanos, even if it's something as simple as we're just playing hot potato with the gauntlet, right? Like, I think that, I think that, I think that Drax, Quill, and Groot only had one line in that entire movie. <laughs> Fair, but, and, and yeah, I mean, Peter Quill at least had, he also did the thing, the other thing I called, um, uh, besides the Fat Thor kind of thing. The was, Lord of the Rings ending? <laughs> no, not the Lord of the Rings ending, but like, uh, when they went to get the Power Stone and they were like, we'll go meet this planet with Quill, and I remember, I, I remember just <laughs> thinking to myself, I hope they show them like, because like we all know the opening, like that tremendous yeah, yeah. opening to to Guardians of the Galaxy with uh, uh, Chris Pratt as Peter Quill singing uh, Red Bones, come and get your love and doing the thing. And what I wanted was, I wanted there to be a moment where <laughs> they couldn't hear the music and yeah. War Machine and Nebula, because it was War Machine and Nebula, right? I wanted there, I was like, I remember thinking to myself, I hope they do. <laughs> them like two seconds of them just standing there watching him while he's got his headphones on and they can't hear the music but he's dancing around and like thinking he's alone and just going like come and get your love and then they actually did that and yeah. Don Cheadle's just like staring at him and I'm like nice the scene was amazing he's like doing like yeah. a spin uh, I yeah. have to interrupt yeah. here quickly yeah. Um, yeah. Jenny do you want to talk <laughs> Nope. Um, oh. sorry, I was just browsing the internet, mm -hmm. and it says here that uh, Peter Mayhew, Chewbacca, Chewbacca, Chewbacca died. died. Yeah, we yeah. did. Uh, oh, was that earlier? Sorry, I just, <laughs> I got real sorry. sad. Yeah, R.I.P. to right? Chewbacca. That's, that's definitely, <laughs> he can that, edit this. He can't, but he doesn't. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. It's fine. No, it's fine. I, I, why, why lie? Uh, like, and absolutely, like, you you're just catching in or, or butting in to say, uh, yeah, it's something that we should actually mention, which is, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Chewbacca, uh, Peter Mayhew. Um, yeah, I just, I, I hope we get to see some cool people show up at his funeral or something like that if they show that. If, like, uh, the entire Star Wars thing. Give him the Star Wars funeral. I was like, give, give him the medal. <laughs> yeah, give, finally give him his medal. There, oh, there it is, Miller. I'll bet that that's probably an overworked joke. On Justice. Right now. Yeah, that's probably an overworked joke on Twitter right now. But oh, I'm else. assuming so, yeah. The first one I heard made it. So uh, there's that. Well, it's like the other day, if I could just roll it back to our Game of Thrones pod. I thought I was so clever when I made the... Uh, the comparison on Twitter to Michael Jordan doing the hand switch, the, his his famous hand switch layup against the Lakers in in ninety oh, one, yeah. and literally everybody fucking made that connection, right? And I was just like, ooh, gotta be better, right? Like, so that's just one of those. Uh, anyway, back to uh, yeah, Chris Pratt dancing around that moment. I was like, so those were like the two moments. That, that was real funny. Called, like, <laughs> Don Cheadle's yeah. just what a dick. Yeah, he's just like God, so he's an idiot, right? Yeah, and it was just. Oh god, it was. It was... I, I did like that. Uh, this was probably the most Don Cheadle screen time we've seen in an Avengers movie since Iron Man Two <laughs> or uh, Iron Man. 
Probably Iron Man 2, actually. Yeah, yeah I think so, because he was barely in Iron Man 3, although he was in it, but yeah, well, yeah. I'll be honest, I didn't watch uh, Iron Man 3 because it's not my favorite, although there's been this weird revisionist history on, on Iron Man 3 that I'm very much not on board with. Um, but I like it more than most people as a non-comic fan. I think that's really the distinction. Yeah. But, like, speaking of the movies that uh, we don't necessarily care for, uh, I did kind of like the fact that they did, like, a little bit of a, a FU and made Thor 2. <laughs> like, a, like the, the Thor movie that everybody knows is the worst of the... <laughs> like, uh, like everybody's list. Like, ba- basically, when you're building your, your, your MCU top-to-bottom list, you don't start at the top. You start at the bottom with Thor yeah. The Dark World. <laughs> you work your way up from there, right? Kind of I wouldn't even know what to list second, honestly. <laughs> yeah, and then like, uh, <laughs> it was just oh, it was it was hilarious. It was hilarious that uh, apparently none of that. I thought I read on the internet that none of that. Uh, uh, fucking Jane, what's her name? Uh, Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. I I heard that none of that Natalie Portman stuff was was new. It was leftover footage they had from... from I thought so. I'm uh, like, really? From... Is Natalie Portman going to be back in this movie? Yeah, and they well, because she's they been very staunched in the, like, I will not be back in these movies sort of a thing. Yeah, I yeah. can't imagine why. Um, but whatever, that's her decision. Uh, she's the one who's going to have to live with it. Uh, <laughs> I wonder what that means. <laughs> uh, I wonder what that means. Uh, it was just... Man, I, I I just thought it was hilarious that it's like, man, we're actually hanging out in Thor 2 right now, right? And like, hey, there's Renee Russo. She's back, everybody. It's just, oh, God. Like, and the best back, part. Can't make her Loki's briefly in there, just yeah, as a. Yeah, it's true. Oh, so good. Um, in prison, and Thor just like sneaks by like a Looney Tunes character. <laughs> yeah, so good. Oh, God. It was, it was quite fantastic. Um. I'll tell you my favorite part of this whole experience is that this is going to be the most highest grossing film of all time and we're all said and done, right? Oh, yeah. We're already at $2 billion, I think. If it's not already, as the time of us... uh, Wikipedia, as the time of of you and I having this conversation, uh, is currently sitting at $1.6 billion. Not not sure how up-to-date that currently is, but... I saw something like 1.2 on Saturday, so... Yeah, so, yeah, we're at 1.6, and we're not even to second weekend yet, right? So, yeah. um, I and there was the, the hilarious meme of, of you know, uh, Captain America doing the, you know, on your left thing, right? And... Uh, oh, and I didn't Sam, see that, that's funny. <laughs> well, it's, it's a gift of, he go, of Captain America is, you know, he running, and he does the, like, on your left thing, and uh, it's in like on his chest it says Avengers Endgame, and on Sam Wilson's chest it says Avatar. Avatar, yeah. Which is great because Avatar being like that lame ass Avatar movie that James Cameron thinks people want more of for whatever goddamn reason. Four more movies. <laughs> yeah, and a theme park. Four more movies. It's yeah, that's basically instead of six seasons in a movie, it's four more movies in a theme park from uh, from James Cameron for whatever reason. And um, I, I, I'm just glad that we have the and, and the rightful movie because you remember they also juiced the numbers uh, for Avatar so badly back in the day with all that 3D garbage that he did. Oh they, yeah, yeah. They charged extra, so they're they're like the 
highest grossing film of all time on Avatar was was such an asterisk that made me so mad. So I'm I'm glad that we have the, the, the uh, there's a film that is taking its rightful place atop the highest grossing film of all time list. Yeah, and, 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 and well so earned. Happy about like, that. And that's why I can't even be mad at the nostalgic moments and the obvious no. heartstring pulling and stuff like that. But I mean, I also just love time travel shenanigans, and they did a lot of fun stuff here. Like, even just in like the 2012, like you know, Avengers Tower yeah. scenes, it's like, okay, we're all gonna like do our poses around Loki, and then like Tony's like, all right, I think we're done here. We can't stay around posing all day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah, and it was, it was, yeah, and they did their greatest hits plus Thor two, basically when they uh, <laughs> when they went back in time. Like it was, it was so much fun. Like when they started doing that, because. I'll be honest. When they first set up that it was like we can time travel and save the world, I was like, uh, like, like part of my like my heart sank just a little bit to be honest. Just and that's just from me being a guy who I just I don't like time travel <laughs> as a device. I really don't. It leaves too many plot holes and whatnot. And they even added the whole line of they, they literally basically put the line in the Hulk's uh, the Mark Ruffalo Hulk uh, or Hulkalo as I've been calling him. Um, as, as, as Mark Ruffalo Hulk basically at one point goes like, they literally put the the line in his mouth that basically is akin to, you know what? Don't think too hard about it. Let's just go back in time. We'll do these two things and then we'll not, nobody pay attention to the consequences that maybe. I just, I I love that scene though with, uh, Don Cheadle and Paul Rubber that are like, where are you getting that idea? You know, back to the future, time cop. And it's like, die hard. No, wait, that's not one. Yeah. Yeah. And then he basically is like, yeah, don't. And then basically the next line is, I don't think too hard about it. Excellent adventure. Yeah. 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 Um, God. So, and then, like, Hulk, you know, he sees himself in 2012. He's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> he used to yeah. be that. He's like, oh, yeah, smash. He's like, pushes over a taxi and, like, yeah. throws a bike. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I'm smashing. It's oh. <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah. And, like, you get to see all the, you get to see all the uh, cool people. Like, you mentioned Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton got to have a cool moment where. Uh... Oh, yeah. Just the hits, too, right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I already know who you are, and I'm going to punch your soul out of your body. And it's the <laughs> exactly, only, right? only Mark Ruffalo we actually get to see in the movie. Yeah, and it's like, but, oh, you're the Hulk. It doesn't matter. I'm the ancient one. Boom. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, I did like too. Where it's like, hey, you know, I'm the super powerful wizard, but I'm gonna put up some infographics here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just gonna summon these illusions so that you can see what happens if we fuck up the timeline. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good. But oh, yeah, man. no, it was a lot of fun for that. Like, and 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 even the like, you know, uh, scene where Captain America is fighting Captain America, and yeah. he's like, come on, buddy, I can do this all day. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just. He's, I, I really like that too because I liked it, the whole like Captain America kind of arrogance. It was kind of fun to see him be like, "Oh God, that is annoying," you know, that <laughs> sort of a thing, right? And just be like, yeah. you know, I, I could do it all day. And then he goes like, "Bucky's alive." What? And then he like <laughs> shots him and knocks him out. And I yeah. even like the stuff. It, I mean, and it, it even led to the stuff of it. You know, if you were uh, you know a fan of Chris Hemsworth and you were perhaps a little disappointed in the uh, the dad bod beer bellied Thor. Uh, plenty of gratuitous Chris Evans ass shots in this movie, right? Like that's America's, America's ass. ass. Yeah, like it was America's ass. So, so uh, you, you got to even the, the, the scene I think directly before that, where he's on the elevator surrounded by all the guys that he knows are Hydra agents. Yeah, I was going to. Get <laughs> and I'm to like, that. oh, this is going to be the Winter Soldier fight scene again, and he just. <laughs> He yeah, just sidesteps the, sub- the whole thing. <laughs> the subversion in that one, and and also the call to 
that comic. <laughs> the comic and what I would say is the most controversial moment in comic books over the last decade. Um, I would say, or at least in in mainstream kind of plot wise. I don't want to get into like the indies. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to get into the indies. I also don't want to get into you know like representation and stuff like that. But oh, just yeah. in terms of in terms of something that occurred in a comic book that basically everybody immediately hated was Hydra Cap, and to have them do that moment where he goes. You know, he gets in the elevator and we're like, oh, man, here we go. We're doing it again. And then him to go like, hail Hydra. And they're like, oh, shit, he's on our side, too. I can't believe it. We got this fucking guy. Woo! Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very much the I've time traveled here from the future and I know exactly what the password is to get past this boss fight. Exactly, exactly. And, and <laughs> Just here's I, my cheat code. I got the game, Genie. Let's and go. it was brilliant. Yeah, because it was like, okay, these guys... And the elevator's are... like, ding! And he just walks off with the spear. <laughs> yeah. And these guys, I'm like... And it shows that they've learned stuff, you know, right? That they're not just like, oh, Captain America's like, oh, I'm going to walk in there. And, you know, like, they don't portray Captain is like the brightest guy in the bunch not that he's stupid or anything but he is like a well if i have to i'll punch my way out sort of a guy rather than like you know think things through and then that that was a honest to goodness gave uh chris evans and captain america a moment where it's like okay now we're using our head right like this is this is yeah, what yeah. like the bat i could would break do, a right? bunch of guys knees or <laughs> yeah or i could just say hail hydra and they'll be like oh shit he's on our side and then like give him the he just walks away with the thing, and it's like, oh, that was easy enough, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I like that it fills in those gaps, too, where it's yeah, like, okay, yeah. well, what happened to the Tesseract after Avengers? What happened to the Spear after Avengers? Because we didn't see it again until uh, until Age of Ultron, really. No, 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 no. Yeah, so it's like, oh, okay. break the, doesn't he break the Spear? Or somebody breaks the Spear, don't they? Or like, uh, he's set the Loki pokey stick, right? Not in the first Avengers movie, no. No, like he, like it, it is there in Ultron. Did, didn't Ultron break it though at one point? Like, doesn't he break the Loki Pokey stick, or am I? Uh, I don't remember. I, th- I think that it is just they. I don't know exactly anymore. I know that they use the spear to fuel the Ultron, but I don't yeah, remember if they yeah. have the stone by itself yet at that point. All right, we'll have to. I don't think so. To, something to go back and check out. Um, I mean. Uh, let me. What was just like your favorite part of this movie? Just favorite scene, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. It's hard. There's a lot. This is the sort of movie that I watched. Uh, I watched it Monday night. I came home and immediately watched this week's Game of Thrones, and so I had a lot going on in my mind when I tried to sleep that night. And <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of stuff where I, I went yeah. to bed and I had like dreams about Avengers, and I'm like, and I woke up thinking, did that scene really happen in this movie? Was this movie so like? off the wall and had so long and had so many different things happening in it. Mm-hmm. So if I could just pull, if I could just pull, uh, you know, I'm not going to say my favorite thing yet cause I need to stew on it for a second. Mm-hmm. But, uh, if I could just pull your attention to a scene that I thought was completely out of place, but I still didn't hate, uh, Hawkeye fighting the Yakuza. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, <laughs> That is it's just another, this kung fu scene in the middle of this. That's movie. another. That's another thing uh, where you got to be, I think, a little bit more into the comics to kind of appreciate what's going on in there. Because um, there's a series in the comics called Ronin, um, where Hawkeye is, and there's there's a bunch of people who who in the comics who are the character known as Ronin, and Clint Barton is. I think the second one. So they were doing like Hawkeye as the Ronin, right? Where you see him yeah. walking around and he's got the, like, you know, he's the, he's the sword without a master and stuff like that. And he just goes around and he's, he's slicing dudes up and fighting the Yakuza. And I mean, it's to show that he's lost because, uh, there's yeah. a great scene at the beginning of the movie where, um, 
although it was somewhat predictable, but also a it's it's one of those things where like this isn't necessarily this this what is about to occur in this opening in yeah. this cold open is completely predictable by anybody you know who's it's ever coming, watched but it's still super effective but it's still but it's like we got to do this and it's still going to be awesome because we're going to score it we're we're, we're just going to score it completely silent and it's going to be yeah. great so hawkeye's basically having a picture with his picnic with his family and he's you know, he's teaching his daughter to fire her arrows and stuff. And then he's like, hold on, I got to go get the ketchup, right? And then he comes back out of the house and he's like, guys, <laughs> guys, oh, well, you this, playing hide the seek, right? Scene where <laughs> yeah. He turns around to his daughter, like, getting the arrows out of the target. And, yeah. like, you could, if you weren't looking for it, you might have missed it. But there's, like, four grains of dust that you can see still flowing away. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like, oh, like, it's still, you get chills from it still. And uh, where it was, I think, I mean, it was, it was effective here as, like, the opening scene because we haven't seen Hawkeye since. Like he wasn't in the in the Infinity War. No. Um, but where I thought it was more effective that even than that was at the end uh, the bonus scene and um, uh, Ant Man versus the Wasp mm-hmm. because that movie's basically like a, it's a humorous heist movie and then yeah, to just yeah. completely change tone like that is like whoa okay mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess everyone's dead <laughs> surprise happy ending <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah I just kind of. Let me just kind of go through it from the beginning here. So yeah, we we have the we have the thing uh, we we have the Hawkeye scene, then we have the credits, and then we go to Thanos, or or we we go to everybody kind of rescuing. I can't remember. Did they kill? Um, uh, uh, no, Car- like Carol Danvers uh, rescues Nebula and Tony Stark, who are playing uh fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. They're trapped in a ship that they're basically floating in space, and to pass the time, a Nebula and Thing are playing paper football. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was, fun. that was funny. Yeah, that was fun. And then she saves them, and that like there was the great scene where they've got like Tony Stark hooked up to the IV drip, and they're like, you know, what can you do? And he's like, Hey, man, I told you this was gonna happen. Fuck you, and stuff like <laughs> that, right? Like, I knew oh, this yeah. would happen. Yeah, See, I almost forgot about that scene because it was yeah. so early. That was like pre-credit scene, and he's like, you know, emaciated and clearly hasn't eaten, and he's like super yeah. CG Tony Stark. Yeah, they they definitely CG <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. because he's got and he's got like the IV drip going as he's like yelling at the rest of the Avengers that are still alive, and um. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think he was with them when I, I don't think Tony Stark was with them when they went to go get um, uh, what I guess I'll refer to as original Thanos from there on at this at this point when he yeah. uh, they find original Thanos and <clears throat> 10 minutes into the movie Thor cuts his head off and it's like, OK, <laughs> like Thanos is dead. Who are they going to fight the rest of this movie? And then it obviously ends up being uh, like time traveling past Thanos. That Yeah, uh, but that opening is just long enough to make you forget about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was it was it was so excellent. Which is fine. Like, it does like that. Okay, well, I guess we've lost all hope. Five years later, I guess. Yeah. It's like, so oh, my God. <laughs> five years later, how did you feel? And I'm sure... Like, I haven't really read any reviews, but I, I would go so far as to say that this might be the thing that most people... Like, if you were going to complain about one thing, this might be the thing that you complain yeah. about. Yeah. Um, what... Like, how... Did, did you have any trepidation about how Scott Lang escapes the quantum realm? And if you have not seen it, um, basically his truck is in... Has been in, like, storage for five years, and then a rat kind of runs across the panel and somehow, I guess, hits the take me out of the quantum realm button <laughs> and then ant-man comes flying out of it what was your what was your take on that 
Uh, I mean, it's convenient. Like, did it affect I, you, or like, did it upset you, or it didn't? You, and yeah. and the, I, th- I think the only reason why I wasn't bothered by it is because it was five years. It's not like it happened later that month or that day, even. Like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't instant, and the and the effects were obviously serious. Like, it gave enough time for, you know, people like Steve and uh, you know Clint and everyone to sort of have their different ways of trying to move on from this event. Like, you know, Thor's just deep in like substance abuse and, and denial and Natasha's trying to hold everyone together and Clint is on a rampage and, you know, yeah. Tony is, Tony has been the only one who's been able to really move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and for us to kind of get that moment from all these people where it's like, how is it really going to affect them? Like, what if the bad guy wins? Uh, and, and for us to sort of explore that for the next little while, I thought it was okay. And you can't really do that if um, you have it set like a month later, right? There's no, there's no Tony Stark daughter mm-hmm. <laughs> if it happens right afterwards. And and so I, I don't hate it. I understand why someone would because it is just a random event. But you know, those things are going to happen eventually, and it mm-hmm. makes sense to have mm-hmm. it happen while every other Avenger is still alive and can be played by the same actor. You know. Like, it's a story. Like, I don't care that much. <laughs> yeah, I was I was fine with it because it is kind of funny just saying like, hey, if you think about it, Thor was beat by a rat, <laughs> right? Like, you know, because if Scott Lang never escapes, then, then Thor. Yeah, Thanos, yeah. Than, or uh, Thor, I kept saying, sorry, yeah, you're right. Thanos keeps getting away with everything. I meant to look this up. Was that Ken Jong who played the? Uh... No, it was. Uh... Oh God. Who played just the like keeper of the uh, the storage space or whatever? Oh my god, it wasn't. It was a. Uh, it's oh, I forget her name, but it's actually a woman. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so I. Yeah, Margaret Cho. Like, that's it. It was Margaret Cho. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just sound like a horrible racist who was like, "Are these two Asian people the same?" Uh, no, I mean it was wearing like shades <laughs> and a beard. I mean, true. I thought it was Ken Jeong because also it, the Russo brothers directed it, right? And yeah. Yvette Nicole Brown. Was Nicole this, Brown was in there. Yeah. Was in this, right? And, uh, and Danny Pudi Dan- was, Dan- uh... was, was in uh, fucking Winter Soldier, right? So I, I, I thought it was him. And then Yvette Nicole Brown showed up later, and I was like, cool, right? Like, And I was hoping they would tease something that, like... Uh, yeah, there's that moment where Yvette Nicole Brown's like, oh, I saw this guy with a hippie beard. And I'm like, yeah. damn you, Yvette Nicole Brown. Yeah, You're one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah, and I just, I thought, I was hoping that it, they were going to tease something that, like, she was... Uh, uh, no, it like was Sam Ken Jong or something. It says Ken Ken Jong was yeah Ken Jong was the storage facility guard. Oh, so was I'm it? Not, all right, I'm not racist. Woo! Oh, I could have sworn it was Margaret. At, at least according to at least according to Wikipedia, I'm I'm not uh, a horrible racist. I well, let's cut up these three minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I was hoping they would tease something uh, about. I'm so uh, sorry. <laughs> Yvette Nicole Brown being like uh, her last name being Fury. Right, like she'd be like, oh, okay, she'd, okay. she'd be Mama Fury. That's what I was kind of hoping, but I, the timeline obviously wouldn't line up for that if yeah, you yeah. if you want to break it down. But I mean, we were already throwing out in all the other stuff. Why not be like, hey, you've got Nicole Brown's Nick Fury's mom. Cool. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that that would have been my reaction to that. Um, oh God. Uh, did you feel? This is something that uh, a, a couple people, I won't name names, but a few people who, who I've talked about this movie have posited. Did you feel that uh, Captain Marvel was a deus ex machina in this film? Uh, 
Sort of. No, I'll tell, I'll I, don't, you, I don't feel that way at all. No, I, not really. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel that way at all. I get the, I get from like if you take a step back, I could, I could get the argument, but I'll be honest, that pig won't fly for me. I just, I thought that, uh, I, I, I thought they used her so appropriately in this. Now I get that they had to take her off the board with the whole uh, scene where she's like, oh, I gotta be in space, and they gave her the short haircut, which was cool. Um, yeah, I, I like that. Like I, I gave her the like, I, I get that they have to take her off the board with the whole like time heist thing as they refer to it because you can't have captain marvel kicking around because that you know all of a sudden the job becomes too easy so you do like kind of a hand wavy thing where it's like oh i'm in space trying to help other planets because like this shit has also happened to the other planets not just earth right so the only thing that i might have changed is if we saw anything on another planet fair Fair. Like uh, like the the way that the, you might have changed it because I thought another sort of hand wavy like the I mean I've seen people talk about like the the rat and you know yeah. wow what a coincidence <laughs> that yeah. seems far more likely than Captain Marvel finding Tony Stark's ship in space. <laughs> well, true. The the way I well no the way I had it in my head was um the the end credit scene to Captain Marvel is them is remember she shows up and she goes where's Nick Fury and then I just yeah. assume that they were like um <laughs> you know I assume they have some sort of conversation with her and she goes oh I can live in space and do that sort of thing and then they just got like this is just me creating an explanation in my head they just kind of go um we had some friends in space. Any chance you could go check out that out? See if any of them are alive, right? And then she would go, sure. <laughs> then yeah, and fair enough. But yeah. that's space is a big place, man. <laughs> fair. Yeah, I know. Obviously, like I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm. It's shit's flimsy. I get it, but at the same yeah. time, so I'm like, I, there's I, at least a modicum of something you can put together there for that right like maybe he had like a homing beacon or something going like i like i'm i'm filling in the blanks. i'm sure there was something like that but and uh, that's the way it would be explained but it was never explained in the movie fair i I just don't think that's as egregious as some of the other stuff right well fair and and the way that i might have changed both things to basically like show that She's doing stuff on these other planets that are in need of the help as well mm-hmm. um, and can find Tony in that way. Like, is if, um, like, rather than going from Titan to Earth and getting, you know, basically adrift in, the, in between, like, if Tony, like, if Nebula's like, okay, we can go from Titan to, you know, I don't know, other planet nearby. And mm-hmm. uh, they do that and they jump there and we get to see, like, what conditions are like on that planet for a few minutes. And, you know, everyone is, like, looking for their loved ones and speaking a different language. And basically, like, Tony and Nebula are like, well, we're going to die here now. Yeah. And then Captain Marvel comes to help the planet and, like, finds out there's a human here. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, that might have been a bit better for her actually, like, showing her actually helping other planets and showing that the other planets were in need. Because it feels very Earth-centric. <laughs> yes. Because, like, it's the whole universe, but all that matters is these, like, 12 people. And I understand there's 100 million people in this movie already, but... Yeah. I don't know. That's the one thing I might have changed about that opening. I don't know. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I didn't hate it. I want to be clear. Like, like, I I was fine with the way Captain Marvel was a way for it, owing to the need to help other planets, but we never see any of that. And I think that t- that Tony and Nebula being stranded in space might have been an opportunity for that. Or even uh, Thor, because he can just get around, right? There's no reason that he had to be in on, in Norway. Yeah. Like, he'd have been like, well, he's not here right now. Right now he's on, you know, Nova Prime or something. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> new, new Asgard was a fun one too, though, because there is a new Asgard in the comic book. But um, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe New Asgard was actually like a floating island city that like. Oh, God. It floated above some state in the U.S. Like, basically, it was, like, literally floated. I think it was Ohio. Don't quote me yeah. on that, though. But, like, it literally floated. It wasn't just like, hey, we're in Norway. And Thor put up this sign that says, New Asgard. Look the fuck out. Don't bother him, right? Like, yeah, right. Eminent domain. Up, he's, yeah, he's up there playing. Yeah, he's up there playing fucking, uh, was it, fucking Fortnite. God King. Thing with, uh, yeah. Oh, God. It's like, I've conquered Norway. Yeah. Um. I... So how did they get? Uh, let's see. Let's go through some of the other stuff where they get. Ooh, um, when they get the space stone, or when they try to get the space stone the first time uh, before they got to go back, uh, Loki grabbed it, and then that was something they they quote unquote changed in the timeline. Although they said, hey, don't um, pay attention to that <laughs> sort of stuff. But um, Loki does grab it and space out of that time zone. Or that particular timeline, so... Yep. Perhaps Loki's still alive? Who knows? You could come up with some shitty comic book explanation. Yeah, that's, for, that's, for that, that's right? what I think that explanation's gonna be. Yeah, right? Uh, Is that, like, in, in the timeline where the stones did go missing? Because there were a couple where they tried to interfere with the Tesseract. Yeah. Um, and were eventually able to do so, but, like... You know, the, the the ancient one can say all she wants. You got to put these things back where they belong. But if, well, I mean, Loki doesn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what's he doing now is, like, so when we have, like, a Loki TV show on Disney Plus or whatever, like, mm -hmm. is it going to start with him, like, popping out of a portal and pulling a collar off of his mouth and be like, woo! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> got to wait one like, there. <laughs> like, the, the show set in 2013. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed... Yeah, that that Loki escaped. I thought I thought that that was a lot of fun. Um, I do like him like seeing Tony as the like security guard and not being able to say anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was. Oh god, I mean, there, there's so much good stuff in in this movie. Um, I I liked that. One of the things that I was really worried about in this movie, I would say actually the thing I was most worried about in this movie, Miller, that thank God they didn't do was I was worried that when they undid the snap, because we, we all knew that they were going to undo the snap. It, it just yeah. only makes sense. I was worried that everybody was going to come back and that we weren't going to have any kind of Oh, you know, yeah. No, I, I like that the permanent deaths were permanent. <laughs> yeah, so Natasha is gone, and, you know, she could come back, and you can always come up with a comic book explanation, but I like the fact that Natasha got to sacrifice herself, and we'll, we'll double back to that one, because I want to talk about the... Uh, the acquiring of the soul stone from the past. Uh, Cause I, I got a, I, I took a slight issue with that scene. Um, the, uh, you know, vision didn't come back, which, yep. which I really liked. Cause you, we just, we don't need vision. He's, he's kind of sort of too powerful for, for what yeah. we're trying to do here. So, so that's good. Obviously Tony Stark died. Cause he like, what it, it felt like everything was going to be, leading up to Tony Stark sacrificing himself and then it happened and it was, it was super awesome. And they had the callback to the, like the callbacks in this are so excellent. Like the, like yep, just yep. them calling back to all of their, like we, we mentioned a bunch of them earlier, just the whole time heist is them calling back to their greatest hits and stuff like that. But when, uh, buddy goes, you know, at the end when Thanos goes, I am inevitable. And then he tries to do the snap and then 
fucking oh god it's so awesome fucking robert downey jr goes i i am iron man which is you know the end the last line that was said in the first fucking movie that started this 11 years ago it was just like yes right you know like <laughs> like yeah it was one of those moments where it was like woo so good callbacks baby um yeah i, I like that i like that some people stayed in like who like who's gone that we know uh i mentioned uh natasha i mentioned vision i mentioned uh Loki is gone. Like uh, Loki now. and Gamora. Gamora as well. Yeah, I, I remember I had that. There was that. <laughs> the, the, my my most hilarious thing, and this got brought up a bunch of times in Kevin Smith's Fat Man and Batman, was just people desperately trying to find a way for Loki to still be alive. Like, oh I, yeah. I remember there was this whole thing where somebody broke down um, when he tried to stab Thanos in at the beginning of Infinity War, right before he got killed. That everybody right. was like, "It's an illusion. It's not really real Loki and stuff," because. I guess he held the knife in like his left hand or something, and he'd never oh. done that in the other movies. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, we've gone too deep, people. <laughs> like this is bad. The, the most, He's gone. Right? The like, most credible theory I saw was that oh. uh, Loki was Hulk, <laughs> or yeah. Loki was Bruce Banner, and that's why he couldn't transform into Hulk. <laughs> and even then, so stupid. Right? <laughs> like, really and then it was gonna turn out that like the right, the real Bruce Banner was like with Valkyrie and Korg and everyone who wasn't in. The Infinity War, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean they they kind of they, they I'm glad that they didn't do any shit like that. Where it's like surprise, fuck, ah, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so so glad. Um, now the acquiring of the Soul Stone in in this movie, I the, the this and this and I I was teasing a little bit earlier, but th- this was the one eye roll moment I had in the movie because I'll be honest, Black uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow are not my favorite characters. In fact, they might be my two least favorite characters in this entire thing. But I was like, this is going to be a real cool moment. One of them is going to have to. What they're both going to try to sacrifice themselves, and the other one is not going to let the other one do it. And this is going to be kind of a cool moment. I just thought that they, the fact that they did it like five times yeah. <laughs> in the scene got to the point where I was like, oh, God, I don't even care anymore. Like, they what just, if you they, die already? <laughs> yeah, what if you just do it already? Like, what the fuck? Like, I, I thought um, it should have just been when uh, it should have been Hawkeye tried to like Hawkeye like judo flipped her and then tried to start running. And then yeah. she grabbed him, flipped him, and shot him with the uh, with the taser. Yeah. That should have been it. And then it should yeah, have just been her jumping. And then Clint could have been like, you know, no. And it could have been this whole thing. But <laughs> she gets about halfway there. Clint takes an arrow out, fires it in the exploding ground. Exploding arrow. <laughs> exploding arrow to get her, you know, and it sends her flying sideways. And then he runs past her. And you're like, okay, I all right, I guess it's Hawkeye who's gonna go. And then Hawkeye dives, and I'm and as, as you get the slow motion thing, and I'm like, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with Hawkeye going, because um, it's kind of a cool moment. Guy's lost his family. He's doing it to bring his his family back. I'm like, this all makes sense. And then all of a sudden he goes, Hah! and then he gets stuck, and she's jumped down and like locked him to the fucking you know grappling hooked him to this thing. And at this point I was like, oh, okay, Jesus, one too many guys. Like it's just. I'm like, yeah. I no longer care who sacrifices themselves. As, as so, soon as they got there, as soon yeah. as they got there, and I'm like, I, I remembered, oh, yeah, one of them to sacrifice himself. I'm like, well, it's going to be Natasha. Yeah, you thought so? Because I'm I... like, Clint's, Clint's got the, you know, edgy, you know, edgelord sort of story going from the first act. Like, he's going to yeah. have to find some sort of redemption here. Fair. So, like, I you're thought, not going to take it out of the movie. Yeah, I thought the redemption was going to be in him jumping off the cliff. Um, also, uh, 
No, no, you have to have him find hope again. <laughs> Fair, but also I, I was like, well, we're getting a Black Widow movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so I was like, I was like, see you, Hawkeye. Uh, <laughs> it didn't go down like that. So I, Well, I, and I, I had this conversation know. with Jenny, too, where it's like, okay, well, we're getting a Loki show, so it'll probably be like this alternate universe Loki. Um, we're going to get like a, a WandaVision show, and apparently that's going to take place in like the 60s or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know if you've heard that. Like it's supposed to be like a sort of post-war esque story. I don't know exactly how it's gonna work, but yeah, right. well, uh, but that's Disney's... how you that's how you get Vision alive. <laughs> yeah, Disney will get my seven bucks in uh, in oh, yeah. <laughs> or six bucks or whatever it is. They'll get that in November. The fucking bloodsuckers. Um, yeah. Uh, so what else? Uh, not much to say about. Uh, we mentioned uh, them going back for the pin particles and stuff. That was really cool. Uh, yeah, that's right. That. So we get to see a different aged version of uh, of Michael Douglas. So we've seen yep. him in three different time periods in Marvel. <laughs> True. That one I thought looked the worst, though. The, oh yes, from it, this it did. Yeah, that that looked the most. Uh, yeah, when he was talking, and some of the facial tics that they had were very CGI, and I was like, Ooh, I'll, I'll tell you creepy. something in that that timeline that didn't work for me actually. There was the scene uh, where Steve breaks into accidentally breaks into Peggy Carter's office. Uh, and he sees her through the blinds, and she's, like, reading a report, and they're, like, maybe a foot away from each other. And I'm like, some spy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't notice him standing there? Yeah. The love of your life? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I, I thought it was, like, the, the room was, like, just so dark. But again, I just... The only thing that like the only thing I thought that might happen is like he would like make a noise or something accidentally, and she would, like, look in that direction. It would be, like, two-way glass or something, like the mirror. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But or they did, they, I thought they they'd do the show thing it. where... I thought they were going to do the thing where, like, Haley Atwell would be, like... Because she was, like, talking to somebody in the other room, right? And then looking yeah. at some files. I thought they'd do the thing where, like, she, like, takes two steps towards the door to leave the room and then stops and does the whole, like, hmm? And Look then, back and he's already you know, gone. Yeah, quickly looks back and he's already gone. Yeah, I thought I thought they'd do that kind of cliche move. I mean, cliche, but effective, right? Um, yeah, I, so all that stuff was great. Uh, we mentioned Rocket and Thor getting the uh, the reality stone. Thor got to have the cool moment with his mom. Uh, Tony got to have the cool moment with his dad before Thor uh gets his hammer Mjolnir uh back, which was kind of cool. And now that, that was a good comedy moment where he like sticks the hand out and Rocket's like, "What's this? What's he doing?" <laughs> yes, like, I'm still worthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then it goes like, and then she's like, "Sometimes it takes a minute." <laughs> right? And then he grabs it. He's like, "Woo, still worthy," which then led to a really cool moment in the uh fight with. Thanos where Thor throws the hammer uh, and it misses Thanos and Thanos is kind of like ha ha you missed and then <laughs> it comes flying back and clocks him in the head and they're all like what the hell and then all of a sudden Chris Evans as Captain America is there holding Mjolnir <laughs> and Thor and it's like oh shit he is worthy after all and Thor Thor's was like, like I knew it I knew it <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! And then yeah, uh, that was that was probably my favorite part of that fight scene when it was just Captain going on a one on one with the shield and the uh, hammer and just like throwing the shield and throwing the hammer at the shield to cause the like shockwave. Yeah. Like he's one man, he's throwing lightning and you know throwing this like oh man, just everything. Yeah, that whole. <laughs> like, oh, okay, so <laughs> you just do it by yourself now. <laughs> yeah, because this movie's not really punchy fighty, right? Until about the last twenty minutes, and the last twenty minutes is is glorious, glorious punchy fighty. Because I'll tell you my favorite fight sequence in that yeah like you like uh, uh, i'd say just a notch above for me yeah. um the uh, what you just described which is uh, the 
Captain America wielding Mjolnir one-on-one versus Thanos. That that was great. But when it's Carol Danvers oh, yeah, and Thor one-on-one, right. one, one on one, and Thor, or sorry, not Thor, Thanos, I keep saying Thor, Thanos fucking headbutts her, and then she just, like, ice grills him, does, yeah. doesn't move an inch, and then she just ice grills him, and she starts, like, kind of breaking his hand. And I'm just like thinking to myself, yeah, I'll break his hand, right? <laughs> like it just, and it looked like she was honestly gonna break the fucking gauntlet off from him. Like this is good stuff. Yeah. And yeah. then Thanos does like an awesome move where he takes the power gem out of the gauntlet. Yeah. Powers his left hand with it and then just clocks, clocks her. Yeah. And sends her flying. And then I'm just, I'm like, oh, that was good. That was real good because it was like. Yeah, that was. All right. Really yeah. I was like. It was, was also, good. it was also vindicating to see. Um, Scarlet Witch just basically tear him to shreds. Yeah, that <laughs> led to my my my. This was my absolute favorite part of the movie, and I couldn't even imagine this because I'm not even female. Oh, and, the Hey Ladies. And, and yeah, the Hey Ladies <laughs> moment where it like was just so fucking. Great. I forgot how many there were. <laughs> yeah, that's the coolest part is you forgot how many there were. Now it was marred a little bit because uh, uh, fucking. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was there, yeah, and she's that a horrible is person the, in real life. That is but, the most yeah. out of nowhere. I mean, I, I know I get that it was sort of hinted at earlier, but I thought yeah. that it was just going to be an Easter egg. But it's like, oh, okay, here's Rescue, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's there, and uh, w- yeah, which was fun, but uh, you know, it just kind of sucks because Gwyneth Paltrow is such a terrible person in real life, yeah. and the rest of the women standing around her are like goddamn saints, right? <laughs> Oh so god! Was I was like, the, there's a Jenny whisper to me during the movie because yeah. she was like at the beginning, was like, "What are you reading about?" I'm just reading about compost, and she's like, "Is this what goop is?" <laughs> oh god, Jesus! Um, shots fired. Uh, but like, man, that mo- when the girls, when the ladies, just the hey ladies, if I can quote fucking Bill Burr, that was so fucking glorious when she, uh, God, who had? I think Captain Marvel had the gauntlet or something, right? And then they're like. You know, you got to get it there, and they're like, "She's not gonna be able to." And then they're like, "Don't worry, she'll have open like Scarlet." Yeah, Witch yeah, it was it was the moment Poirier. after Peter Peter Parker had it, and he yeah, was running, Shuri. and he got overwhelmed. He's like, "Don't worry, I got it from here." Yeah, and <laughs> Shuri's there, Valkyrie's there, flying on a fucking uh, Pegasus and shit, and it was where does like, he get bad from? <laughs> yeah, who cares? It was awesome, right? And it's just like, oh my god all of the ladies and look at them just throwing shit and beating stuff up oh yeah. oh god that was so great just girl power. Can I explain to like you know jenny after the movie i'm like yeah scarlet witch is like the third maybe maybe second most powerful person in the dc in the in the mcu and so it's like yeah she could literally just be like hey thanos fuck off yeah that, that was the funniest part this one because she's dealing with past thanos and she goes like you took everything from me and he's like i don't even know i don't even know who are you i don't even know you (laughs) i like the fact that they threw that out there i thought that was worth it that was a good you don't even know who i am (laughs) yeah that was so god damn that was oh geez that that was just so i'll I'll tell you though there there are a few things like there's a lot of good set pieces during that fight which is great because like you said everyone gets at least like a moment or two, even if they're like the most minor, minor of people. Like you get to see Drax jump on a huge guy's back and stab him a thousand times. And but like uh, the Doctor Strange is what did it for me because I'm like because like the fight started and it's like okay, well Thanos jumped down, but this is after the snap that yeah. brought everyone 
back. So it's like, okay, you're going to have Cap, you're going to have Thor, you're going to have Iron Man, like basically holding it down for a while until Bruce gets free and then he might go at it for a minute. But ultimately what's going to happen is everyone's going to come out of like people are going to start arriving at this fight. And uh, for it to be like, uh, I forget who it was. It was uh, someone like called, uh, it, was, oh, it, was, it was it was it was Sam. And he called yeah, it was Falcon, and he did the on your left. Called Falcon, and then behind, like over Cap's shoulder, you see the Doctor Strange like circle appear, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah here he yeah, is. All, all the Doctor Strange's music. <laughs> yeah, and fucking the, the first one that came out was uh, Shuri and Okoye and and fucking yeah, yeah. Black Panther, and I had to stop myself from just yelling, Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, yeah, it was, it was great. I'm like, because I'm like the first ones, I'm like they're gonna be the ones from. Uh, I, I figure the first ones that would be the ones from Titan, like Doctor. Doctor Strange himself. Yeah. But and I'm like, oh, it's going to be, we're going to see this reunion with uh, Spider-Man and all that. But I'm like, oh, it's Wakanda. It's all of them and the yeah. entire Wakandan army. Uh, yeah, and like and Umbaku their, and all that. Yeah, they're doing the chant and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, shit, it's about to get real. <laughs> oh, Winston Duke, he's back. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, God. Oh, that was so great. That entire third act was just like, honestly. It makes me want to see like the next, uh, like, and like, you know, BD, uh, uh, no, Benedict Wong, not BD Wong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Benedict Wong is, you know, they do the thing where the ships are, like, raining down fire on them, and they all do, like, the the, the Doctor Strange shields above their heads and all that. Yeah, that was super And, like, awesome. all the other sorcerers are there. We've never seen, like, I mean, we've seen them, but we didn't think that they were combatants in this, necessarily. Yeah. But to have us back up, it was, it was really cool. Like, I, I, we got to see, like, even these most minor of characters contributing to like, oh really? Benedict Wong is back in this movie. Like he, like he went yeah. home in the first one. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, someone's got to protect the sanctum. And in this one, he's like, ain't no sanctum to protect this time, bitches. Right. And so he was just out there doing stuff. And yeah, and a bunch of other like Asian ladies and stuff like came out, and they all had their like, they all did the thing as well. And it was just like, oh shit, the, all the wizards are here too. And so yeah, yeah. here we go. Well, it was then, it was my favorite fight sequence in Infinity War when it was Doctor Strange versus Thanos, and like he has like the you know, all the arms come out from him and then he splits into like a thousand pieces and they yeah. all lash him at the same time. Like, fuck yeah. Like, I really want to see another Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, the Master of Mysticism <laughs> actually doing stuff. That was, yeah, that was great. Because he, he gets like kind of in, in the opening fight against Ebony Moth, that he kind of gets like, he just gets like chained up and <laughs> they, they take yeah. him away. And I'm just like, what? He's the fucking. He's Doctor Strange. Oh, well, whatever. Space magic, I guess. But it was, uh, it was more powerful. <laughs> But we had that moment too, and he wasn't even in the movie for like another two hours or another hour yet. But there was the, the conversation between the Ancient One and Hulk when he says like, "Oh, you know, Doctor Strange said that, <laughs> you know, why what did he, he give up the stone?" He's like, "Oh, Doctor Strange whatever. gave up yeah. the stone." Like, and she just had this moment of like, you know, you don't see her be shocked by anything ever. Yeah. <laughs> and for her to be shot, like it, it gave me chills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hold on, why would you do? Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to meet him for like five more years. But also, why would he just give it up like that? Mm-hmm. So there had to be a reason, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And that, the thing that changed her mind. Like, I thought that was cool. Yeah, and I really liked like when they were doing the thing where Thanos goes, you know, like make it rain or, ooh, pardon me, he goes make it rain or whatever the hell it is, and then all of a sudden the guns like point up and they just start firing randomly into space. Yeah. And yeah, that then that was kind of my third moment where I was just like 
you know, people around me were like, the fuck is happening? And I just went, oh, fuck, Captain Marvel. Like, I forgot she was in this movie, right? And everybody kind of, like, enough time I was waiting passed. for it. I figured it would be something you like were? that. Yeah. I, just, I was. I, I'm like, she's going to come down and just she's going to murk that ship the same way yeah. she did in Captain Marvel. <laughs> exactly. It start raining hell, right? Yeah. So and, as soon as it was that cool scene where, like, I was distracted momentarily because it's like, oh, cool, all the, all the you know, uh wizard acolytes are putting up these shields and they're going to protect them all. I'm like, okay, but you can't do that forever. And I thought, oh, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is where it happens. It, it was, it, it was great. I just, yeah, once she showed up, but like enough time had passed that most people in the theater I were, were in had forgot. They're like, oh yeah, Captain Marvel should also yeah. be a part of this. And I was just kind of like, oh yeah, Captain Marvel's going to show up. And then she just like starts destroying everything. It was, yeah, like, and it's does that good. awesome return where she wrecks the ship and you just see like this golden streak pass through it like three or four times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, it, and then you get that rad fight scene, that one-on-one. Like it was, I think... I think Captain Marvel's only in this movie for probably like twelve minutes, but yeah, well, well earned. Yeah, she got the least. Yeah, did the most. It was basically like, yeah, she 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 was the sixth man who comes off the bench, only plays about twelve minutes, but rain, but makes like five threes, right? Like, yeah. So, well, I mean, just, yeah, even though even the part yeah. at the very beginning where Thanos is like, yeah, I'm making chili. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was basically. Yeah, yeah. And then she just like blasts through the house and has him in a headlock. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, Who the hell are you? <laughs> that was good. Oh man! Get off my lawn! <laughs> yeah, so good. Oh fuck! I love that girl power moment. That was so good. Um, we talk about Stark's funeral. That was that was a moment. I thought that that I certainly thought that was a moment. Tony Stark's funeral, and there was yep. like the one random kid, the random like redheaded kid that was there, and I was like, who the hell is this? And then the internet pointed out to me later that I guess that was the kid from Iron Man three. Yep. And I was just like, um, okay. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I think that might be sure. that kid. <laughs> I guess, yeah. But some people were like, it's the kid from Iron Man 3. And I, my, and people, I guess, were impressed by that. <laughs> it's, it, the, the general sense I got was, oh, man, that's really impressive attention to detail. And I was like, is it? <laughs> like, it's yeah, it, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's interesting <laughs> that they did that. But they could have yeah. just easily not did that. And exactly. We wouldn't <laughs> and nobody would have given a fuck, right? It was just we like, wouldn't have missed it. Yeah, it's not like, oh, man, shouldn't the kid of Iron Man 3 been in that, the Tony Stark's oh. funeral? No, think, motherfucker, he should not. Right? Like, I think maybe the, the best scene at that funeral was the um, conversation between uh, John Favreau and the kid. Not, yeah, <laughs> not that was really close. cute. Yeah, uh, Morgan, who, who is actually the name of Tony Stark's daughter in the comics, going like, oh, back to that. the fucking 60s. Um, yeah, and she does the thing where she's like, I want to get a cheeseburger, which again, call back to the first movie, right? When he gets back from Afghanistan or wherever it is, and, uh, <laughs> and he's like, I want an American <laughs> cheeseburger. <laughs> pa- pauses for the argument that he expects he'll get and doesn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> oh, God, so good. Um, yeah, I, I like that was a moment. That that was a, that was absolutely a moment. I thought that was great. And then uh, final thing, and then we can talk about a couple of the uh, Easter eggs that that may have uh, befelled this movie. Yeah, uh, but so there's the uh, part Cap- in the epilogue that we mm-hmm. suspect is going to be the fourth Captain America movie if they do one more. Yep, uh, which is Cap's adventures through time. <laughs> or yeah, if they want that. Or Sam Wilson's got the shield now. 
So All maybe, set, yeah, yeah he, which happens in the comic books. He flies around. He's got like red, white, and blue wings and the shield on his arm. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I remember I was talking with Jenny about that, and I'm like, yeah, the, they've. I mean, they've been talking about sort of passing off the mantle for a while now, yep. and it's just been only been between like, is it going to be Falcon or is it going to be uh, Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Is it, were you on Team Bucky or Team Sam? I was very much on Team Sam. I was on Team Sam because yeah. I can appreciate uh, Sebastian Stan more as a supporting actor. <laughs> exactly, and uh, he should just be the Winter Soldier. And like, yeah, I, I like, yeah, right. And I like Falcon being being Captain America or Captain Falcon or whatever the hell you want to call him. And I, I like that. Falcon. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I I really like that. Uh, Oh God, Anthony Mackie got uh, is is gonna get to be Captain America in the future. So that, yeah, and I really like that because I don't think that we should do Captain America's event, uh, adventures through time, right? Because because he got should, his happy ending already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it should be his happy ending. Like that motherfucker. Like we got to see him him just uh, shush, finally getting that dance that he that he promised all those years ago with uh, with Peggy Carter at the end, and it was perfect. And I was so glad they did not do a end credit scene in this weren't you yes. did you stick yeah, around yeah i no i didn't i didn't either i, I, I heard that there was no end credit scene yeah the so word I, the word got out that there was no end credit scene so i didn't feel the need to stick around also i needed to get internet reception because uh i had skipped game one of uh Colorado <laughs> and the sharks to go see well uh, to, i had my ticket booked way in advance i didn't think the avalanche were going to get past calgary i was wrong uh, they they beat Calgary pretty handedly and were in the second round against uh, San Jose. But the game started at the exact same time as the movie. I said, screw it. I'm going to see this movie. I don't know whenever I'll get a chance. And unfortunately for me, when I got out of the theater and had to run out of the... Cause, uh, uh, it, because I, I had to run out to... Uh, I had to run out because, like, you couldn't get uh, reception in the theater. I had to run out, and unfortunately, when I walked outside, I found out the Avalanche had lost game one. So I was like, oh, I certainly hope this doesn't damper my liking of this movie. It <laughs> was, was basically my, uh, my my feeling. So is there anything you want to get into? Any any final words you want to say on Avengers Endgame before we get into a couple of the, like, Easter egg type things that happened in this film? Uh, not especially. It's an interesting culmination of like 10 years, 11 years, uh, worth of movies, 21 movies, I think now. 21 or 22, um, yeah. I'd be very curious to see how I feel about this one in another month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it, and I feel like a lot of that is preying on nostalgia, and I'm not even mad because it was well earned after a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but. All I want, like, there were so many fun Easter eggs and callbacks and stuff like that during this movie. Like, fan service, though they may be, it worked for me because I'm a fan and I enjoy being serviced. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, but, so. but it also, it was done the way you're supposed to do fan service. It, was, yeah, like, it wasn't hammy. <laughs> it wasn't hammy. It was perfect. It wasn't that. And again, if I could, you know, go back to, like, I, I would say the fan service stuff in the Long Night episode of Game of Thrones that just happened was less so earned at least certain aspects of it were were were, were less i don't i don't want to yeah, yeah. To walk, go was, back and listen to our more episode earlier this week if you want to get all of our thoughts and feelings on that one but it, it's just the 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 comparisons between the two i think are apt and this one it's just like it, they they did it so fucking perfectly and this one it's unbelievable it really it is. felt like this one rewarded your loyalty 
mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, well, if you understand what happened in Thor Dark World, you'll appreciate this scene. But if you didn't see Thor Dark World, it's still a good scene. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. there's a lot of things in that Game of Thrones episode, and we're going to talk about it a bit, I guess. But there were a lot of moments in that episode where it's like, remember the time I told you this? It's like, yes, of course I do. Don't telegraph it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So that was so bad. <laughs> anyway, we don't need to to get into that. Um, question going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, phase four. Oh no! Apparently, apparently, Spider-Man: Far From Home is still Phase Three. It's the Ant-Man of this phase. <laughs> no, I, be- I believe it. Like, uh, but it's. It, I'm pretty sure they. they um, I'm not sure if they've come out and expressed that, but I know it's been hinted at that um, Far From Home is is it, it, the events of it are going to take place before yeah, Infinity War, even right? It's just Spider-Man. I've heard that, on, but I, I've Avengers, also seen sure. people posting because uh, you've you've seen the trailers for Far From Home, yeah? Yeah. There's a moment where, like, he's like, oh, I'm going on this European vacation, and he looks at, like, the Stark suit that he has, and he has this look on his face, and now you don't think anything of it until maybe after you see Tony Stark's funeral. Yeah. Where he's like, you know what? No, I'm just going to go on a trip as Peter Parker. Like, that makes me wonder if it is mm-hmm. post this, Perhaps and this is going to be sort of like his, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, Peter Parker or Spider-Man is always kind of a coming-of-age story. Uh, but this one might also be like a five stages of grief story. True. And I'm wondering if that plays into the plot of Spider-Man Far From Home now. You may be correct. Um, I, I'd be very curious to see it because, I mean, I like exploring that side of the characters. It's why I enjoyed the first, like, 30 minutes of uh, Endgame. Yes. Because it's like, well, what if we leave these characters alone with their feelings? Oops, it sucks <laughs> for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you, let's say we get to a phase five or six. Yeah. Who would you like the Thanos of this whole of, of phase four, five, six? If if those are to come to pass, um, I I don't know enough that? about Marvel comics to say honestly. Well, because here here um, I'll throw you out. I'll throw you out the because the, the only get the thing that I could say really, and I feel like this is more the villain for like one movie, maybe one end of a phase. Mm. Uh, versus like an entire like like Thanos was the villain for basically three phases, mm-hmm. but we had like three Avengers movies that had separate villains basically. Uh, so I don't know if it's like an overarching one or maybe just one for a single movie or one for a single phase, but maybe Galactus. <laughs> yeah, Galactus is going to be the one, uh, one of the ones I suggest to you. Galactus. What about Doc Doom? What if what if it all just is, takes place on Earth? And Doc Doom is the guy who's fucking with everybody because he easily could be because he is like that good of a character. Yeah, but the Doc Doom thing makes me think that like Phase Four, like let's introduce the Fantastic Four in because we can do that now, and Doc Doom would be the villain of like the first movie, like he'd be the Loki. Yeah. Uh, whereas then, sort of Galactus might be the Thanos. Like that seems more. I mean, that's that's the formula. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's going to stick to that necessarily. And then maybe, like, you know, Silver Surfer is the, you know, Ultron <laughs> or something. True. But like, I don't know if you have to stick to that necessarily, but um, it, it seems like that's the sort of way like, the phases one through three formula worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, of course, I don't know if Galactus is big enough of a threat individually that you have him stand up at the same level as Thanos and the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I couldn't tell you if, if that's going to be enough on its 
own, but I also don't know enough about the Marvel Universe uh, beyond what's been introduced. I mean, we're getting into the weeds already, right? Like, if you'd, asked me, if you'd asked me 10 years ago if I knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were or, you know, asked me to list any sort of details about... Like, I've heard of Black Panther and Captain Marvel, but I couldn't tell you shit about them, mm-hmm. you know? Like... It, and now I feel like I know enough because these movies have been great in the last uh, you know five years or so that we've had some of these what I'll call sea stringers coming in. Uh, but I mean, I don't know who you introduce going forward that isn't already part of it. That isn't also like a you know another version of the same character. Like, do you have a new Iron Man? Do you have we already got a new Captain America? Like what do you do to introduce new people besides bringing in X-Men or bringing in, uh, you know, the Fox people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be, that would be one for me was, um, Galactus <laughs> is obviously one, but, uh, I think that would, I think that would be too close to Thanos as like the space villain guy. Yeah. Um, Secret Wars is, is, uh, is one for me that they could, uh, build to cause that involves. Have they already subvert, subverted Secret Wars? Uh, Isn't that Skrulls? Not really. Um, World War Hulk is one that they could do, but I, I don't see them turning Hulk into the bad guy at this point. Yeah, I, I think teased... they folded Hulk into uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, exactly. And and World War, they did all the like kind of like really cool parts of World War Hulk in, a little bit in in Ragnarok. So I, I doubt they'll do that. I, I Secret Wars is probably the way they go, um, where they build do anything, and then they and then they introduce the Beyonder, and then the Beyonder like blinks them all and was like, all right, we're doing the secret wars now. And it's like a two, two movie thing that goes on. That'd be cool. Um, another person that could theoretically be like the bad guy for, uh, a phase that they kind of sort of, maybe a lot of people posited a tease that they could have been mentioning. It's the, uh, Adam Warlock. <laughs> oh, well, Adam Warlock's one, but no, they didn't, they didn't really tease Adam Warlock in this one. They may or may not have referenced, uh, Namor. Miller. Oh yeah. In this movie, because there's the moment where Okoye mentions to the Black Widow about a like earthquake happening underwater. Yeah. Um, off the coast of Africa, which is where Namor's. I forget that because I don't think they call it Atlantis in. Um, it's IP theft. Yeah. Um, I would have to check. I don't think uh, the city that he, the underwater city that he runs, is a. Uh, is called the land, but whatever his underwater world is, right? It is um, they they may they, now perhaps that's just like Black Panther two is uh, yeah. is is Black Panther and, and Namor. That'd be I can see that. Sure, cool. <laughs> I'd be like, fine, go do that. Uh, <laughs> it would be my yeah, favorite. rad. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, rad. Yes, please. Uh, that'd be one. But um, yeah, that's that's one of the things that they uh, that they posited uh, or might have just like you know thrown a subtle hint at. Could be nothing. Could be nothing. Um, yeah. But you know, could be everything. So <laughs> so that's one. Uh, and the other thing I want to see going forward is um, if Guardians of the Galaxy three is going to feature Thor hanging out with everybody doing stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, the adventures of the Guardians of the Galaxy are just wacky enough uh, for I think we can we can have Thor spend part of the movie as another body transformation for Thor. I think we can have him spend part of the movie as a frog. Yeah, sure. And do Throg. I think we could. 
I, 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 I think we could do Throg. I think that that would be my one. If I could make a Hail Mary request, it would it would be for Throg. Or at least maybe they run into Beta Ray Bill and, like, Goat Thor is there. Be, yeah, uh, they, they did that in Ragnarok, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Uh, so uh, so that'd be all right. I, I, I'd say do that. Um, Avengers Endgame. Pretty fucking good. <laughs> I gotta say, yeah. really, really like I, I, I kind of want to do, I mean, I know that we've got uh, Spider-Man coming up in a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think it might be interesting, maybe like this winter when we have sort of a dearth of uh, Marvel movies, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. to do like a, hey, it's been, you know, six months since Endgame. Uh, we're 22 Marvel movies in at this point. Do a revisit? Do a, do a ranking. Oh yeah, yeah. We or could, or, or even a or a good, the bad, and the man, you know. Yeah, yeah, we could bring back that old gimmick from from season one of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could we could cer- certainly uh, upgrade that after uh, we, we yeah do try to rank phases one through three finally. Yeah, come up because with I, because I feel like like you and I generally have like this like this is like the episodes of the Simpsons all over again where it's yeah. like we've got the same like top four it just depends on your order mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and uh, everything else in between is gonna be you know up to your personal taste I'll tell you I learned something about the Marvel stands this this weekend on Twitter what's that and yeah. that they, they they came up with their own version of the DCEU stuff. Um, like the the DCEU stands, um, like their thing is hashtag release the Snyder Cut, which is them you know begging for something that doesn't exist to try to justify <laughs> this this nonsense stance. Crappy justification. Yeah, this nonsense stance that they've taken on something that isn't good being good, right? So. Uh, yeah, so the, the whole hashtag release. The Justice League, the story of a Russian family that survives against all odds. <laughs> exactly, right? Um, the Marvel Stands version of that is basically, like, like the people who are too into the MCU. Oh, yeah. Their version of that is, anytime an MC movie, MCU movie comes out, they kind of go, Is it better than The Dark Knight? Isn't it better than The Dark Knight? Avengers Endgame is so much better than The Dark Knight, you guys. It's better than The Dark Knight. Isn't it better than The Dark Knight? Guys, come on. Dark Knight's crap. Avengers Endgame, man. So much good. So much good. Avengers Endgame. And it was just like, what are you talking about? You can't even compare those two movies. Like, they're not... Like, what, like, uh, like the They're not movie, remotely the same. Not even remotely. Like, because fucking Dark Knight... Like, the only thing they're even remotely close to is that they're both about comic book characters. That's it. Because, like, Avengers yeah. Endgame is a culmination of a 22-minute... 22 22-movie 22 saga. And whereas, like, the the fucking Dark Knight is the second part of a trilogy that is done by, a like, a director who at his core is an art house guy, right? Like, yep, yep, yep. And, and like, and so they're just, they're, they're not, compa- they're not at all, like, <laughs> to be compared. Like, it, it's, it's, like and it's not that the dark knight's like a fucking art house goon movie or anything it's just that they're not even close man like they're, they're not they're, they're they're so just not they can close, both be right? great in completely different and ways exactly. i don't know how you how, how you have that conversation and they're both so awesome exactly and i don't know how you compare them to definitively say like and you know people go oh well thanos was a better villain than fucking Heath Ledger's Joker, first of all, no. And second <laughs> Absolutely. Off, yeah, and second off, now, Brolin was fantastic, and they actually made me care about Thanos, uh, which I have never done in the comic, like, reading any Thanos comic previous to this, because oh. his, his whole motivation in the comics is, can I get laid, please, death? Um, but, like, yeah. Um, whipped like cream cheese. Uh, but it just, yeah. 
I was just like, I couldn't believe that this has apparently been a thing for Marvel Stan Twitter. Is just like, anytime an MCU movie comes out, they just try to immediately declare it as better than than The Dark Knight. It's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> that one's going to be tough to beat. And if you're going to do these that... Are, these are the people who will see that like a movie gets like a 9, and they'll be like, but you gave this movie an 8.5, and this movie, like, like if you're paying that much attention yeah, yeah. to like, numerical scores, then you're missing the point. <laughs> exactly, right? And a, a lot of it is recency bias and stuff, too, and it, it's just... My God in heaven, who cares? That that was the thing that, that I was like, what? What is happening? Uh, yeah, so... Avengers Endgame, so fucking good. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here, Miller? Uh, I enjoyed uh, uh, Steve Rogers cameoing as uh, Joe Biden at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> Just an old man with a great smile. <laughs> Just... <laughs> so charming. All right. Um, so not I, much I, else. <laughs> yeah, that'll be for us. Uh, a a. Just a solid uh, a yeah, from yeah. All I can really say, yeah, really, it's it's an A. Um, yeah. I, it makes me because it it does so well with its nostalgic callbacks. Mm-hmm. I just want to start at the beginning now. Yeah, go just, all the way through again, maybe well, even while the end game is still in theaters. <laughs> well, if there's a reason for you to to have a kid, I would say this is this is the number one thing I'm looking forward to uh, with my uh, infant daughter when she grows up is me being able to be like, all right, now we're starting these, right? <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, it was awesome Rico, too because yeah. I, I I took Aislinn to see Captain Marvel and she just fell in love with it. So oh, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, exactly. And once you get to like the females being awesome and stuff like that too, right? And it's it, oh yeah, so good. Uh so yeah, just a solid A for Avengers Endgame for me. Don't know where it's going to end up on my all-time list for me. Um, and and it's tough because I can't even compare like like just getting back to how stupid the Dark Knight is to like comparing yeah. and Avengers to the Dark Knight how dumb that is I don't even see how you compare Endgame to like Winter Soldier because Winter Soldier is such a great standalone kind of I mean it, it like it's not an official like standalone but it it just it functions by itself so perfectly whereas yeah. Endgame you have to watch the other twenty one movies in order to to, to get the flow of everything, right? So, like, I don't even... It, it feels like... Well, my comparison, the way I would describe it, is it feels like Endgame is a movie that's made for MCU fans, mm-hmm. people who have been there since the beginning. Yeah. Um, whereas... It's the greatest Whereas CD. Captain America the Winter Soldier feels like it was a movie made for me. <laughs> Fair, yeah. Like, <laughs> because it's, it's, just... it's, it's Captain America meets Metal Gear Solid 2, and that's yeah. <laughs> a very narrow yeah. scope, but I loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just so good. It, it, everything about it, awesome. Um, so yeah, that's it. We'll, we'll get out of here. Um, crossover Podcast, available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen but please download the crossover podcast um we're gonna be back next week talking episode four of game of thrones only got three episodes left um i think that's it unless uh craig and i can come on discuss a little sports or something like that but i don't see him coming on slightly soon what with the new kid and all so uh you know, which is completely justified. He just had a new kid. <laughs> he doesn't have time for <laughs> podcasting. It just wouldn't make sense. Um, congratulations again to him. We, we, we opened the podcast saying that. I will say it again. Congratulations to, uh, to him and his family again on the beautiful Yes, congratulations. Um, and, uh, yeah, Avengers Endgame, 
beloved by the crossover podcast. If you're looking for someone to come and rag on it, this was not the <laughs> place to come. Yeah. Uh, in theaters now, see it again. $2 billion. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to go see it again. I'm actually looking at the highest grossing film of all time, and they're, they're still $1.1 billion behind Avatar. Um, now that said, again, we are <laughs> yeah. Uh, give it another weekend. <laughs> yeah, we're we're are going to reach the second weekend. Uh, but here are the movies. It's got a leapfrog. Jurassic World, which it's like basically if I buy a ticket, it'll pa- it'll pass Jurassic World. Uh, then it's got a <laughs> then it's got to pass Infinity War. Then Force Awakens. Blech. Uh, Titanic. Sure. And uh, Avatar, <laughs> which grossed two point two point a little less than two point eight worldwide. What a travesty that is that that's the highest grossing film of all time that is garbage um yeah let's let's knock james cameron everybody go see endgame again let's get james cameron out of the top two spots right like uh, it's 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 not right that the way they juice those avatar numbers that 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 movie got to 2.8 and it wasn't even a good movie for fuck's sake uh, yeah total asterisks on it total asterisks just garbage um, yeah, avatar is an okay movie yeah, i will say that it, it is, is okay yeah just yeah get out of here get out of my face with that uh so yeah that's it uh we'll be back next week talking game of thrones uh kevin miller thanks for coming out Avengers Endgame, so awesome. Thanks, Kevin Feige. Thanks, Robert Downey Jr. Thanks, Chris Evans. Thanks, everybody else involved. Um, Everything so deserved. Loved it. Great stuff. Take care, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast. Crossover.